Hi there. Thank you for tuning in to Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart. I'm your host, Letitia. If you are one of our loyal listeners, I'm so glad to have you as part of this family. If you're new to the community, what took you so long? I'm just joking. I'm so glad you've joined us today. Well, get ready to learn, grow, and let go so you can uncover or rediscover the beauty in who you are. Have you ever been in a space emotionally where you found it really hard to let go and move on? I know many of us have, and it can be due to a number of reasons, whether it's attachment styles, feeling justified in staying, or even believing that holding on will cause the other person to change. Why do we do that? Why is it that for some, it's hard to let go? Sometimes it's letting go of the false expectation of that person. Believing that they are who they are based off of your ideology of them. Wanting them to be somebody amazing and yet they're not operating in it. Or wanting someone to be kinder and all they display is anger. So in today's episode, we're going to cover a few things as far as tips for learning to let go and move on. And I understand completely it is not easy. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen overnight. And once again, if you need to see a counselor or a therapist, please do so. There is no shame in that. Get all the help you need. Now, With feeling guilty about letting go, sometimes it's like, okay, if I let go and move on, will I be judged? Will I be judged by the person or the people that are involved? So maybe I should stay. Maybe I don't need to let go. Or, well, I don't really know what life is going to look like if I move on. And that fear grips you and suffocates you and you're drowning, but you're afraid to move forward. It's like you're stuck or you're sinking in the quicksand of what are the possibilities around the corner if I move forward? What if I let go? What does that look like even? You see, sometimes we hold on because we don't know who will be outside of that pain, outside of that hurt, outside of that disappointment. And I felt that way because I didn't know what that new normal as a single mom held for me. What does that look like? And not only what does it look like, do I have the wherewithal within me to succeed, to push past and become who I need to be? What are the hurdles up the road ahead? What are the obstacles? What are the joys? What about the tears that fall? All of those things can run through your mind when you're learning 
how to let go, or even standing at the face of decision-making. Also, if we're honest, many of us have been abandoned, whether it's by a parent, a caregiver, another family member, a friend. Abandonment can have a big impact. So it's like, I don't want to let go because in reverse, that's abandonment. They won't be here anymore. What do I do? What does that look like? That person is no longer in my life. I want closure, but what does closure look like? Oftentimes, these fears are rooted in feeling inadequate in some way, nervousness, even poor self-esteem. There are so many different types of fears that arise when you're learning to let go and you've been hurt. This term, and hopefully I'm pronouncing this right, but pistanthrophobia. That is the fear of trusting others. And sometimes when we get hurt and we have to move on and let go, as a defense mechanism, we close out our heart and we operate in a fear of trusting someone new. You see, the person or people or situation that hurt you that you need to move on from, it was familiar to you. You knew what to expect. You knew, okay, I expect disappointment. Okay, I expect to cry a few times. It became familiar to you. It was something you knew. There's also autophobia, sometimes called monophobia. And this is the fear or the dread of being alone, being isolated, being abandoned, being ignored. And this phobia, sometimes it can cause anxiety. And if you're operating in this phobia, it's understandable why you'll find it hard to let go and move on. But the good news is letting go, moving on is possible question is, how bad do you want it? It may not be perfect, but life can still be enjoyed when you let go. The thing is, to heal, you've got to let go. And sometimes you can sit there and ask yourself, why am I afraid of letting go? Oftentimes it's because you're having to let go of, like I said earlier, something familiar, something in your past some situation, person, thing that you've lodged into your psyche as part of your identity. Who am I without this person? Who am I without this job? Who am I if life changes? So you have to face yourself. And you know how we do. Here's your first assignment. Whether you journal it and write it down or look at yourself in the mirror And find out why you are afraid to move on. What do you think the possibilities are? The negative ones. What do you really think will happen if you let go and move on? So after you write that down, the fears that you think will happen if you let go and move on, then I want you to write down this phrase. 
I give myself permission to move on. I give myself permission to let go. And then take it to the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror, say your name, and give yourself permission. So in my case, it was, Letitia, I give you permission to let go. Letitia, I give you permission to move on. You don't have to be afraid of what's around the corner when you let go. It may be better than you imagined. So it's okay to let go. And I say that to you, it's okay to let go. You may battle guilt through letting go because you don't want to be seen as the bad guy, but you know what? It is what it is. For the betterment of your mental state and your emotional state, move forward. See, a lot of times people make you the bad guy so they don't have to face themselves. It's unfortunate, but it happens. But if you know within yourself you are making the absolute best decision for your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your financial well-being, whatever it is, do it. You may look back and be so proud of yourself and so happy that you took that leap, that you had the courage to leap and create a whole new life for yourself with a whole new set of circumstances, with a whole new group of people, people that love you and cherish you, people who see you, people who hear you, people who value you. So there are a number of ways to stop being scared of letting go. Let's go through a few of them. One, Understand your fear response. Two, challenge your beliefs about that fear. Well, I believe if I let go and move on, I'll be alone. Okay? And if you are alone, what's bad about that? And what happens if you make that choice and you're not alone? And you're able to smile again. You're able to breathe again. You're able to laugh again. That's what happened with me. Another one, identify your fears and understand why they are holding you back. Another one, practice relaxation techniques. If you start to feel anxious, adjust your breathing. Adjust how your body is receiving that information. You see, even though it may not feel like it, letting go is important. It's productive. It's like flipping a switch, turning it on or off. How do you practice? Do your own work. Create physical distance if need be. Be gentle with yourself, please. This is something new for you. This is a different process. You're rediscovering the beauty in who you are. So be gentle with yourself. I know oftentimes we 
are so hard on ourselves. Well, I should have did this and I should have been better than that. Or I did it and I should have held on and I should have. And then see, their life looks like they're happy. And But let me tell you something, honey. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I had to remind myself of that when I was like, well, look, they're living life. Do they even know that they hurt me? Do they even know? And I had to move on from that. Whether in their conscious, they know and aren't ready to apologize. That's between them, their conscience and God. It has nothing to do with me. And I had to realize that. That goes into my next point. You have to accept the fact that the other person may not apologize. And if you're standing there stuck waiting for them to apologize, time is passing you by. Don't let it anymore. Because sometimes you may never receive an apology. Create your own closure. Move on. You're worth it. You're worth hoping again. You're worth laughing again. You're worth loving again. You're worth that peace of mind. It's okay to let go. Even when they don't apologize. Now we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but there are stages that you may go through when you're having to let go and you're grieving that relationship or that interaction or whatever it is. It is a form of grief. So you'll go through the denial stage. Well, no, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. You know, maybe them cussing at me all the time or devaluing me. You know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad. From time to time, I did see some good in them. Maybe I should hold on to that. And then you hold on and nothing has changed. Then there is the stage of anger. You're angry with them. You're angry with yourself. You're angry with the world. You're, you're just angry and bitter. Because nothing seems to be going right. But don't make any rash decisions during this time. Monitor your emotions. Then there's the stage of bargaining. Well, maybe if I just pull back a little, but still answer their calls. Or maybe if I pull back and do this. Maybe, and you're bargaining. That's not healthy. Then there's the stage of depression. It's normal to be sad, but when you start to drown in your sorrow, that's not good. Seek help from a professional. Lean on your support system. The next is acceptance. You start to accept, you know what? It is what it is, and this is how it's going to be, and I can move on. And that's a good thing. But you may have an ebb and flow of those emotions, and that is normal. Do not beat yourself up if you go through the waves of those feelings from time to time. It does not mean you're not progressing. All it means is that you're human. And yes, I understand the hardest part of letting go is the uncertainty, but it's okay. There may be beauty on the other side. And no, letting go is not giving up. Letting go is letting go. Moving on is moving on. Giving up means you're selling yourself short. It means you're allowing fear to limit your opportunities and you get stuck. Letting go is something completely different. Letting go is freeing. 
you can breathe again. Giving up is staying stuck. Letting go, it puts breath back into your lungs. It puts peace back into your mind. It puts joy back into your heart. It put hope back into your soul. Now let's go through some tips that can help you in the process of moving forward. Number one, give yourself some space. It's okay to retreat for a little while. Put the phone away and just have some quiet time. Number two, identify your relationship needs. Whether that's a romantic relationship, a friendship relationship, a business relationship, whatever it is, identify your needs and identify your deal breakers. I know we hear a lot about deal breakers when it comes to romantic relationships, but it can also carry over into other types of interactions. Business, what's your deal breaker? If they don't offer me a million dollar contract, I'm done. Or if they don't do this, then I'm done. That's a deal breaker for me. So it's not just in romantic relationships. Number three, acknowledge the truth of the situation. What is the truth? Are you being devalued? Are you being disrespected? Are you not being seen? Are you not being heard? Acknowledge the truth of the situation. Next one. Look to the future. There's exciting things in store. Limitless possibilities. Possibly joy like you've never known before. And then prioritize other relationships. The good ones. Lean on those. Lean on your circle. Lean on your professional support. Lean on your people, your tribe, whatever you want to call it. Lean on them. Well, I actually got a few more for you. (laughs) Work through any resentment that you may feel. It's going to be a process and that's okay. Give yourself time to process any feelings related to the past. And don't romanticize the past. Sometimes we can do that as a trigger to hold on and it triggers the fear of letting go. But do not romanticize the past. See it for what it is and for what it's not. And even though this process may seem difficult, I'm rooting for you. You can make it. But... You have to choose to make it. You have to choose to let go and move on. Thanks for joining us. I hope something was shared that'll help you along this journey. Please don't forget to share this episode with someone and leave a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at Healed Broken Heart. Once again, that's at Healed Broken Heart. 
I look forward to chatting with you next week.